and good morning and welcome to the BSC Capital 5 Minute Money Miner on Tuesday the 16th of January. Tuesday, some people say Tuesdays are the worst days of the week. Um, not Mondays, it was Blue Monday yesterday, maybe it's terrible Tuesday today. Anyway, uh, let's get going. Actually, let's pull first of all, just for a bit of news out today. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about yesterday afternoon's news perhaps. Um, Bush fell, fell about 40%. Um, it's yet to receive uh, the money that it sort of raised back at the end of last year, isn't it? Yes, and that uh, really uh, is a questioning whether or not it is actually going to come in now, and that's what's punishing the price a whole lot now, uh, simply because uh, they had released it. They already had it in hand, uh, is the way they had worded the press release, and yet uh, they've confirmed as of yesterday that no, they don't have it in hand. So uh, that's the real angst around uh, shareholder interest here. I mean, it's become a bit of a mess, isn't it? Obviously, Fortune was effectively booted, new people in, failure to raise money, it, it and, and the Vanadium price, I know you're bullish going forward, but it's still very weak. I mean, can this company survive, Paul, or, or does it just need to let a big boy come in and, and take it over? Well, at this point in time, uh, because the sum of the money is rather substantial here, yeah, I, yeah, I see ramifications a lot like the Horizon story uh, as well, where somebody probably has to step in in order to right the ship. As well. I think there are there's certainly one player I can think of that would actually just step in and clean the whole thing up and take everybody out of their pain, maybe. Um, anyway, um, that was yesterday's news. Uh, today, let's start with a big one. Rio Tinto had Q4 production, which all look sort of fine, I think, from uh, a top level. But you tell us in more detail, Paul. Yeah, this was Q4 production results from Rio Tinto. The the simple uh, bottom line is, is they met their production targets across all of their uh, guidance for 2023 across all the metals. For 2024, they do plan to produce more copper and more alumina, whereas uh, for the rest of the metals like iron ore and titanium dioxide and so forth, they plan to have uh, flat production rates uh, for this calendar year, 2024. Uh, looking at uh, shipments of 332 million tons uh, were made in the fourth quarter on uh, iron ore, uh, which was... Three uh, percent higher than 2022, uh, and second highest on record uh, for bauxite production uh, for the full year. It was uh, 55, or just short of 55 million tons, which was unchanged from 2022. And product, but production in the fourth quarter essentially was the quarter that made it up with an eight percent improvement on the prior quarter. Refined copper production, 175,000 tons, which was 16% lower than 2022. So that was uh, a, a little bit of a stumble there, I would say, uh, as far as output is concerned, and one of the reasons for why they have the target to make the boost uh, back where they want it to be in 2024. So uh, we're looking at rather steady state uh, here for uh, Rio. Um, I think it's rather interesting, too, is that their flat production rates here don't uh, really reflect the idea around the greater global economy that suggests that it should be slowing as far as uh, uh, production rates are concerned. 
Yeah, I mean, it also looks tickety-boo, shall we say, but the mining sector is still uh, very, very tough. Um, so anyway, uh, right, uh, Rio actually, for what it's worth, up 10 pence this morning, which is a tiny fraction, so the market has taken it relatively positively. Uh, staying on in London, uh, maybe worth a mention to Broadhead Lithium. Yes, uh, there, Broadhead Lithium, they did uh, report uh, some uh, drilling results uh, out uh, in their case for the San Domingo Central and North Target areas there in the United States where they're drilling. Shallow lithium uh, mineralization was intercepted principally in the Central Target area uh, with uh, significant intercepts uh, at uh, less than 100 meters of depth, i.e. therefore would be uh, in the open pitable uh, range uh, if it results in enough volume. Uh, these pegmatites are showing a significant anomaly in uh, tin, tantalum, and beryllium as well. So there may well uh, be uh, within a production circuit some uh, alternative concentrate production across one or more of those. And it just looking uh, pretty good here at this point. The spodumene's pretty coarse grained to greater than 20 centimeter uh, crystals, which makes it easy for um, uh, uh, separation processing. So uh, looking very uh, positive there. And that'll please Mr. Stalker. Um, okay, and that's sort of in the UK. Anything else you want to mention around the world, Paul? Yeah, two, two stories in the copper space wanted to make sure to mention. First of all, the Panoro Minerals TSX listed uh, Cotabambas uh, copper uh, porphyry project in uh, Peru has a new resource statement out. The, the resource uh, overall uh, in, uh, contained copper uh, is uh, up by about 20 some percent or so. But the key point, I think, is the uh, the uh, project maker is it does have a high-grade core uh, area to it. Across the billion ton total resource, there's about 129 million tons of uh, copper uh, in open pitable configuration uh, at a grade of 0.7% copper and 0.44 gold. And that's one of the higher grade uh, starter pits uh, stories out there as far as new development in copper. So that's uh, probably going to get uh, financed here in due course as the feasibility studies will, um, the banks will concentrate on that particular starter pit uh, story, which probably will represent about eight to 10 years of initial uh, capex, uh, production capex. The other story would have uh, TSX listed Chicana copper has uh, the news out that they raised $3 million Canadian for a drilling program this year on their particular property. That is a, a copper bearing uh, breccia pipe a property they've been working on for several years. Those pipes are really numerous. There's uh, over 50 of them they know of. But the key point on this fundraise is last year they finally received permission to drill on the south side of the drainage and all of their previous work over prior years has been on the north side of the drainage where the pipes are, whereas they've known for several years now that there is a very large gold porphyry target uh, uh, in a surface soil anomaly on the south side, and they finally have permission to drill that now. So Goldfields is a major partner in this particular company and project, and they backed their corner 
uh, with uh, taking down about uh, 20% of that particular raise. All right. I think that'll do for us today, Paul. Uh, well, let's uh, crack on and be back tomorrow. Very good. See you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.